Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Man, it's hard to believe it's 19 days away from Razorback football. Inside three weeks. Where did the time go this summer? All of a sudden, it's just here. And... Two weeks from Saturday, we're going to be in Little Rock for a football game. I don't know how hot it's going to be. feels good today. feels good today after the weekend. The heat indexes were just incredible over the last couple of days in Arkansas. And it sounds like we're going to get a little bit of a respite from all this for two or three days. And then it's going to get hot again just in time for the weekend. So, uh, hey, sooner or later it'll feel like fall, but probably not for a while. About the time the Razorbacks hit the road for a month, It'll start feeling like fall, and maybe when they finally come back in late October, it'll, you know, it'll be full-fledged autumn then. But it's right around the corner. We're going to talk about it as we begin a new week on the Give Me the Hawks Chuck podcast. We're presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. The Hawks had a big scrimmage on Saturday. It was not open, so therefore what we know is what we've been told. They did a pretty good job of keeping up with the plays and the numbers and so forth, and Coach Pittman gave a pretty good synopsis when it was over. There are some things from the scrimmage that I want to discuss, at least from the aftermath of the scrimmage, that I want to discuss, but I actually want to begin with what I noticed more than anything, and that was the penalties. And I'm not saying, gosh, they had a lot of penalties. This is going to be terrible. I say it from the standpoint of they had SEC refs there. SEC! SEC! On Saturday, and they told him to call it like a game. In fact, Sam Pittman talked about that. Let's just jump right into it right away. This is what the head coach had to say about that. You know, I talked to him after practice two years ago. We had we had a lot of penalties our first game, and then it kind of started going down and all that kind of stuff. Thank you. Actually, with the scrimmaging and the tackling and all that kind of stuff comes, you see more. We live tackled punt and punt return and kickoff today. I've never done that since I've been here. I don't know how you tell who's going to be your best guy. It's scary because you don't want injuries, but you got to find the guy. I mean, 16, he, he can run. Those guys, they can return punts and kickoffs, and they look really good today. But, yes, I think it is a good thing because I told the guys, I said, call it as as close as you possibly would in a game. We need this. We need to be able to show penalties and just have a real level and say why and teach them things of that nature. I was disappointed that we had the pre-snap ones. The the ones on the secondary, that's just simply, to me, coaching and teaching that we can correct. The other thing is, is mental. We ought to be better than that. we got to do a better job coaching, too, on the pre-snap things, too. We've got to be better there, too. See, that's kind of the game within the game. When you have a scrimmage and as you get prepared for the season, you got to get prepared for the way the game's going to be called. And, you know, Coach Pittman talked about that. He actually said, I think, right after practice, this is not a sky's falling kind of situation. The sky is falling! The sky is falling! Are you crazy? But we do want to know where we stand in that regard. And so that's why they had him out there. Now, I think what people probably came away most 
talking about from the scrimmage Saturday was the play of the defensive line. I think Arkansas has got a legitimate SEC defensive line. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you they're stacked full of All-Americans. But it sounded like, at least during the scrimmage on Saturday, that they got the best of the offensive line. There's a lot of them. You know, seven's been hard to block. Terry Gap Flash was Torian Tartar. He was back there quite a little bit today. And, and Eric and a bunch of them, 46. They played hard. They played well today. And, you know, Dig basically had a four-man rotation going on. And he really got nine, you know, with Nico. Nico had a good scrimmage, too. He got nine guys in the go over there. And I'm talking about eight today because we held the tank book out today. Nothing big. I think they'll be ready to go by Monday, but we held him, held him today. You know, over nearly 30 years now of closely watching SEC football, the common denominator on all the great teams are multiple defensive linemen. And by multiple defensive linemen, I mean multiple good defensive linemen. I don't mean just two or three either. I mean teams that are able to go two and three deep at that spot. I mentioned this on the morning rush the other day. You know, one of the things as a play-by-play announcer that you do during the course of the week is you fill out your spotting boards and essentially it's a glorified depth chart and I can tell you that there have been many years and I'll just take Alabama as an example you'll have a guy that's a third team defensive lineman third team on the depth chart and he's making plays in the first quarter you know he's getting to play he's part of the rotation early and he's making plays early in the ball game that's what good teams great teams teams that play for championships have. Now, I think Arkansas is closer right now than they've been in a while. You heard him talking about some guys there a minute ago. 40 is Landon Jackson. Six is John Morgan. He mentioned six. He's a transfer. Jeff Coach, seven. He mentioned Tank Booker, guy that they held out. These are all new names. I know these are all new names. Tank Booker is a transfer out of Maryland. He's a guy that's going to play. You know, if they played a game today, you'd probably have Jeff Coat and Jackson at the ends and Ball and Carter in the middle. That's pretty formidable right there. You back them up with Jashad Stewart, Tank Booker, Eric Gregory, Zach Williams. You know, those guys might be your twos. Might be John Morgan the third. Could be. You heard Sam Pittman say Nico DeValier had a very good scrimmage. So, I mean, that's nine guys. That's nine guys you can go to battle with right there. You've got an opportunity to have real depth. And lots of times when people talk about depth, they speak in terms of overcoming injuries. That if someone's injured, you've got to have someone to step in. Depth, even more so than that, is about being able to rotate. Particularly along the line of scrimmage on the defensive side. You've got to be able to rotate players there. The great teams have got to be able to right from the start of the ball game. They got to have their plan, and they do have their plan because they've got so many players. Arkansas is better equipped there than they've been in a long time. And I'm not saying that's going to add up to 10, 11 wins. I'm not saying that it's going to mean you're automatically SEC champions. But I will tell you this, it's going to make for a better defense than what we saw last year. One thing I do feel very good about saying 
is Arkansas's defense is going to be better in almost every respect this season. Uh, statistically, it'll be better. Uh, it'll be better in terms of uh, who they're able to put out there in certain situations. I guarantee you they'll be better in short yardage situations than they were a year ago. That's one of the keys to it all, in my mind, for Arkansas. If you are actually going to have a chance to crack that glass ceiling and consistently be part of the upper half, that's the area where you've got to be good, you've got to be better than what you've been, and it sounds like they're on their way to getting there. There are some other football notes I want to get into, but first I want to talk to you about my friends at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And when I say my friends, it's not just a phrase, and I'll tell you why. And you know this if you've bought or sold a home. Your home is probably going to be the largest investment you ever make. There's a lot of money on the table. You work your whole life to do it. It's the American dream. And when you get there, and when you're getting there, you'll want someone who can help you who understands the process, who can make your American dream come true. And when that happens, they are your friends. You buy and sell a home with somebody a couple of times and you have it work out the way you want it to, they become your friends. And that's the way it works at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And the thing that I'll say about them, and I've said it before and I'll continue to say it, when you partner with an agent from Weicker, you get the best train in the business. Nobody trains their agents better than Weikert. That means you're going to have somebody representing you as either a buyer or a seller who understands the most important thing. That's getting you from contract to close. And they do that perhaps better than anyone at Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, Branson. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Besides the Razorback Nation, everybody else thought we was going to get our butt kicked. You didn't think we was going to, Chuck. Battle. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Line is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. All right, a couple of other football notes. Uh, Sam Bakke's out for the season. That was confirmed by the U of A today. Uh, Sam Pittman said after the scrimmage on Saturday that he'd gone down and didn't know exactly the extent of his injury. I think Sam put out on social media over the weekend that he wasn't going to play this year, and the U of A confirmed that today, so... 
Sam Bakke is not going to play, and it uh, looks like Devin Manuel is going to be out for a couple more days. Offensive uh, tackle, left tackle, uh, has missed a few days, and that's one of the reasons I'm not terribly alarmed by what happened on Saturday with the defensive front, and the, particularly the rush ends, uh, dominating the way they did. You had a guy over there in Andrew Shambly who is probably not going to be the starter. I think what they're trying to find out is can he be the backup to Devin Manuel. And if they get into a situation where Manuel can't play, as was the case on Saturday, do they have to move somebody else over there? So Saturday you had a guy that was he's, – he's, he's, he's basically like a true freshman. I mean, he hasn't played. And you've got him trying to block a guy who's a fifth-year guy who's transferred – from a Power 5 program, um, what happened was what you would expect to happen in that situation. Uh, the fifth-year guy from the Power 5 school dominated the guy that was playing for the first time. So there are still questions to be answered on that offensive line, and Manuel's return may answer some of them. Uh, it sounds like Pooh Paul's only going to miss a few days, too. Had a, a little bit of an ankle injury, I guess, from uh, what the coach said after practice. <laughs> AP Top 25's out. Six SEC teams are in it. Georgia's ranked number one. Alabama's ranked number four. Michigan and Ohio State in that order sandwiched between. LSU fifth, Tennessee 12th, Ole Miss 22nd, A&M 23rd. I don't know how they got the Ole Miss 22nd, A&M 23rd part, but they did. And uh, so those are the six teams that are ranked. And... um, There will be others besides those six, I'm sure, that are ranked at some point during the course of the season, and I don't know that all six of those will be in the top 25 when it's over. But, at least in terms of the preseason version, that's how it starts. I know you're excited about college football, and I tell you, nobody's more excited than the folks at the Bet Saracen app. They're getting ready. It's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app, and with college football right around the corner, that's probably never been more so the case. Prop bets, exotic bets, parlays, all sorts of stuff to make wagering on college football fun. And if you're one of those people who likes to make a little wager on the game you're watching or your favorite team, you really de- you really do need to download the Bet Saracen app. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. Now, I know there are a lot of national sports betting apps, but I also know there are laws in our state that keep a lot of those apps from operating inside Arkansas. So the Bet Saracen app is the spot where you need to be. Download it. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to rock and roll with the Bet Saracen app. One more note before we go from the golf world. Former Razorback Taylor Moore. Finished tied for fifth at the St. Jude FedEx Classic over the weekend at Southwind in Memphis. He was in the final pairing yesterday with Lucas Glover. Had actually a chance to win the tournament. It didn't go so well early in the final round. I think he went out, if I'm not mistaken, he went out at three over. He shot 38 going out. Did much better uh, coming in. Finished at one over par. So I guess he shot 33 coming in after going out 38. Finished tied for fifth, 12 under, three shots back of the winner, Lucas Glover, $800,000. 
for a weekend of work for Taylor Moore. So congratulations to him. All right, going to be a busy week. I know football is going to continue to dominate the landscape. The Hogs will continue to work. They'll have another scrimmage on Saturday. When we get there, we'll be two weeks away from the start of the football season. Unbelievable. All right, we're back around on Wednesday. Hope you will be, too. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hugs, Chuck. <laughs> Subscribe to the Give Me the Hugs, Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.